Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs of Probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It, it's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408. 485397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out. G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah, it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Right. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio to review the draw against the Cats, the upcoming clash against the Tigers and everything else. Sydney Swans, joined as always by the one and only Madison Clark. How are you, Matt? I'm well, Dable. How good is it going in here of a Tuesday night? Yeah, it's not too it's bad. It's still the best. It is still good. the best. We're, we're in the nice comfy couches. We've got the microphone in front of us and we're here to dissect... Uh, a draw which should have been a win, yeah. Mads. Big, big missed opportunity in the context of the season, Debs. Big missed opportunity. And there's so many little weird things about that game that if you look at it as a whole, you just wonder how that all lined up to be. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. Uh, it's, it's a really funny one. I, I walked out of that. I walked out of you know watching that game, and I was genuinely angry. Yeah, I was man. I, I was angry for sort of two or three hours, and you know the heart rate was up, the heart pressure, the blood pressure was up. Yes, and yeah, it was just so so frustrating when when your season's basically on the line, and to walk away with only you know two points and to dominate a contest in, in a half of footy like we did and to only be up by eight points at half time, it was a travesty. And, you know, Geelong sort of took their opportunities a little bit better than we oh, yeah. did. I wouldn't say they took them really, really well, but better than we did and they sort of stole the two points off us. No, well, I mean, look, you, it was one of those games where you genuinely could have played the Benny Hill music and it would have fit really nicely. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think Geelong would have gone back into the rooms after that game and said, geez, we probably stole one there. Yeah. Because we were just, for, for parts of the game, and this is the way I choose to look at it, Deeps. It was really good. We were playing really dominant uh, footy. We hemmed it in the forward line so often. They couldn't. We, we beat them in the territory game. We were doing very well in the midfield, you know, very, very, very well in the midfield. And I think it's like, like 
has a theme that's happened the whole year that reared its ugly head again is inability to execute and, and finish off the good work that you've done. Because that's the most important thing in AFL football, Dave. You can you can win all the contested footy. You, you can, can win take, all the numbers. You can take all the contested marks. Doesn't matter if you don't kick the goal, Dable. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the uh, the me, the KO bite before, and it was just I was, didn't, didn't I was, have the stomach for the mini. No, I didn't didn't have the stomach, and I was sitting there shaking my head at the opportunities we blew. You know, one six to three three in that first quarter. That was a classic case of dominating the territory battle, and then Geelong going into their inside fifty once and kicking the goal. Yep. Like they they've had the six scoring shots, we've had the nine, but it was it was dead set dominant. The way we yeah. lowered the eyes going inside fifty, it was fantastic, and we we had great looks at it too. And, and that second quarter, mate, was a a straight up domination. We we kicked three goal six to one goal one, three goal six to one goal one, and and just not having the ability to we've been talking about it all year is to put the scoreboard pressure on there was no scoreboard pressure on Geelong at any stage three goal six to one goal one there's your ball game yeah there's your ball game and you always look at those situations and you say whoop that's coming back to bite us yeah and lo and behold it did it did and Sort of got all, got away with two points in the end and had some good looks at the end, but Braden Campbell was about the only one who had the composure to mate, finish, mate. Mate, as I said to you before, there, at no point during that game was I confident of anyone taking a set shot except Braden Campbell. Yeah. Oh, man, he was incredible, Dable. He, will, he was. He was really good. He's getting in dangerous spots, working hard and using that left peg, mate. But, yeah, it's like... it's. Do we talk about the individual misses? I don't think we... I mean, as a whole, I mean, you've got to shout out a couple. We love the hick. We love the hick. Dead set love We love him. Cult figure. True blood's cult figure. Yeah. Genuine cult figure. He killed us on the weekend. Oh, man. Now, no, around the ground, phenomenal. Great. And And do you know what? This was the annoying thing. This is what shits me. This is how much I love him, Deeble. This is how much I love him. It wasn't about the context of the game. That first mark he took, I've just gone, Hick deserves a goal for this hard work. Yep. He's worked hard to get back there. He's taken a great mark, kicked the goal. Doesn't. Get someone holding the ball. Yeah. How often does that happen? Work rate. Work rate. Surely this one. Yeah. And... You could see the second shot he took. He stabbed at the first one, and you could see he was completely bereft of confidence. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it's fine. And do you know what? He probably gets a little bit of a pass because he's a ruckman. Maybe if he was 20 more metres out, but he was so close to goals. Yeah. And this is the thing that's not good enough at AFL level. It doesn't matter whether you're kicking from 20 metres or 45 metres. Kick through the ball, dude. Your routine should be yeah, the same. Totally. Dead set the totally. same. And, you know, you got Heens in the first quarter. Opportunity to set the tone, man. Setting the tone so important. And he's gone out to the left, pulled it across his body, the first one. Gets another opportunity five minutes later. Out the other side. Hits both behind posts. This is the problem with... Heens at the moment, right? 
He's in, what is it, the top 25 paid, highest paid players in the league? Yep. And we're at a point now, a point in time, where we've been sort of weighing up whether we want him as a midfielder or a, or a forward. And we often land on a forward because he's an all-Australian forward. He's nowhere near it at the moment. Yeah. In terms of being an effective forward. Now, again, we, this is the thing because we know how capable he is. We know the natural talent he's got. But you, you're absolutely bang on. Setting the tone is what the senior players in the side need to do. Yeah. And well, he unfortunately hasn't been able to do it all year, really. Yeah, he's had the, the five shots at goal for a return of two behinds. Yeah, see, that's cooked. Yeah. It's, and he'd be filthy on yeah, himself. Yeah, and there's no doubt he would be. And he'd pr- he's probably had a 1,000 shots this week. And he'll probably bounce back because, as we say, class... What Cream the, rises to the no, top. No, no, no. That form is temporary. Ah, there you go. Class is forever. Yes. I'm sure he'll bounce back and he'll be looking for it. But, yeah, the, the output isn't quite there. Like, you know, he's torn up a couple average sides. He tore it up last week against uh, West the Coast. West Coast. And he, who, who was his other good game against? North or Hawthorne, maybe North. I'm not too sure. But, you know, the nine or ten of his 15 goals this year have come... In those shellackings. In those shellackings, mate. It's, yeah, it's cause for concern and he's got to find a way to become a top five player in our and, team. And, and you know, if you're correct, and if we're going to go on a run, which, you know, God willing, we all hope we do. Yeah. Because, you know, it's getting late early, Deeps. Yeah, it is. It's getting late early. If we're going to do anything, if we're going to impact anything else for the rest of the year, he needs to be a big part of it. He does. He does. He's so important to what we do. And, yeah, hopefully hopefully he can just find a way to, you know, get the cogs moving together and nicely and all lubed up and mechanically sound. <laughs> lubed up, Dable. That's, wow. That, that's what we need from the Heen. Now, Papley kicked a great goal in the second quarter. Yep. Burnt a lot of people rest of the game. Yeah, that one where he's dived back inside, creative, got himself into a yeah. goal-scoring just position. Just should chipped it off. Yeah, or or three. kick a drop pump, bro. Yeah. This, he knows his limit is 40, 40, 40 metres tops when you're snapping. He's kicking that from 45, bro. It's yeah. got to be smarter. Just smart decisions. And you even saw it. With uh, Braden Campbell's second goal in that in that final quarter, five minutes to go, to go, Hayden McLean saw Braden Campbell there, got it to he got it in the good ball user's hand yeah. and found that first option. He's taken the mark, he's hit him up. There's got to be more first option taking. I, I don't quite. I feel like we try to overcomplicate things at times and just try to be a little bit. You know, too just cute. one too cute, one touch too many, and we saw that in that last quarter. And and fuck, it was doing me mads. Yeah, with the urgency on the corridor. So I I just want to I want to stop you there, and I, I want to clarify. There's going to be a lot of positivity yep. about this game as well. We're just getting this shit out of the way. Why? Why? In God's name, a couple of things, Deeble. Why were we playing? Like we were five goals down yeah. in the final quarter. Yes. It was just, we looked p- 
panicked. We were in it up to our eyeballs. We yeah. were about we we're at max sort of eleven points down. We, I at think, one stage. man, we got eight or nine points down with six minutes to go. That yeah. was the most. Yeah. And we were playing kamikaze football yeah. to the point where I, I think I think we turned it over for at least two goals that for quarter. Sure. And it just didn't need to happen. It it reeked of of panic. And this is where I look to the coaching staff and go, well, how are we not prepared for situations like this? Now, maybe it's a little bit of PTSD from knowing what Geelong can do to sides, seeing what Geelong can did to Melbourne the week before. You know, you don't – maybe they were just a little bit concerned that they were going to get over the top of them. Either way, we, just, we, we could have played so much safer – and found other avenues to go aside from the corridor. I love them go to the corridor deep. Yeah, it's, love it's, them go, but but there was so many times it wasn't on. You got you got to choose your time yeah. when to go. It's the dependency on the corridor was, was way too much in that fourth quarter. And the other thing that did me mads was the handball receive when you're not getting back off the mark. Yes. Right there, there were two or three of them that, that got smothered from the person on the mark. The handball receive, Mads. Mate, on the half back line as oh, well. Oh, mate. It's just like, got to be smarter. Get back off the mark. You can, you can still get back off the mark and give that quick handball. They cannot move off the mark. 100%. Be smarter, Swannies. It, it reeked of just having to be smarter. And if that sort of thing happened again, it would be gasket blown. But they've got one more opportunity to, you know, to sink a game when it gets like that. If we dropped another one, it's, uh, you know, it's nearly lights out. No, but, it's, it's lights out. But, yeah. It's lights the, out if we drop this. Yeah. Now, but, I just want to take you through another statistic, if that's okay. Go on. So, okay. Interchanges. Yeah. What do you know about Fuck interchanges, Dable? I know that you're allowed 75 you're allowed of the 75 dogs. 75 interchanges per game. I know that. We use 60 of them. Fuck me. Why? I'm just I'm asking you, Deeble. Why? I've no idea. I have no idea that I don't know I don't couldn't possibly comprehend what the reason is to have fewer rotations. That that many fewer. That many fewer? Yeah, 15. That, few, no, that was horrible English. That few. That few. It is just, well, what benefit is there? Not too sure. Now, now, people can say, oh, you know, you want your better players on the ground. Rubbish. They have worked this out to a fine art. Yeah. A fine art. They know exactly how many minutes. It's, it's bloody money ball with these interchange rotations. Yeah. They've got GPS on everybody's back. They know everybody's limits. I just don't understand what is not beneficial about rotating people more and at least yeah. using close to the allotment. Geelong used 68. Now, Deeble, if that wasn't bad enough, you've got Rizzle Dizzle sitting on the bench Yeah. when you've got Robbie Fox hitting the post in the forward line. I love Robbie. I love Robbie. Shouldn't be taking that kick. Shouldn't be taking that kick, Deeble. Yeah. Look, I I, I sort of don't I, – I debate like, – I don't mind the Robbie Fox thing because he gets himself into positions. He's had two 
fucking cracks at it in that last quarter. He, he work. He's got the work rate to outwork his opponent, right? And yes, he didn't execute, but he kicks that those two goals. He's the fucking star. Yeah, right? for sure. So it, I, I don't put it on having Robbie Fox up no, forward, no, 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 but no. I I do have it. That's- on not using Ryan Clark. That's that's the example though. Yeah. Because that that Ryan Clark kicks those goals. Yeah. I'm not saying it's Robbie's fault. Yeah. I'm not saying no, it's Robbie's not, fault. That's not what I'm saying either. But, but Ryan Clark, fresh legs in that forward line, that's exactly what you use a sub yeah. for. Yeah. I, I think it, it's pretty straightforward where it should have come from. It's either Hayden McLean or Joel Armati comes the off. Slow people off. They've had nine and seven touches respectively. It's get them off, get Ryan Clark on, inject some speed, inject some pressure, and that, and that, that last quarter can change. It It makes zero sense, zero sense faithful to why you're having 60 of the 75 possible interchanges and you're not using your sub. It's it's crazy. Beggar's belief. Yep, and, and we draw a game by you know, getting down in that last quarter too. And these are the little moments with football. Yeah. These are the little moments, the little decisions that make it the game that we love, but also make it the most horrible, harrowing <laughs> two and a half hours of my weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was an I was an angry man Friday night. I can tell you yeah. what my um the tops of my legs, the thighs got a few whackings. Yeah, and, right. And the couch got wax and gee whiz. But anyway, there were some positives there, to come there, out of there it. Were actually, <laughs> there were actually a lot of positives. Plenty. Like the, that first half, man. Of being able to lower the eyes, asking for it all year, Mate. and to and to hit the kick inside fifty, Mads. We've had fifteen marks inside fifty mm. in the first half. For context, yep. in the grand final last year, we had four for the whole game. <laughs> we've had fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, it's, in the first half, it's pretty significant, isn't it? It's it's a berserk stat and shows that you are simply dominating the game of footy. You are executing your skills, your foot skills, to be able to find the targets like we did, and just simply couldn't finish the work. Yeah, it was it was really quite disgusting in yeah. that sense you know we're, we're in a situation where this is a team who's by aggregate what did they bet us this year 93 90, last time and 81 81 yeah, a grand final points. day yeah 170 points on aggregate and we've drawn with them this time so what I, I look at that I look at how dominant we are we were during the game I look at guys like Errol Goulden I look at guys like Logan McDonald yeah there I, I could see that's where you see the development yep. in in real time. You're like, okay, there's there's no more PTSD. There's no more. Oh, we know they're better than us. That's that's the ooh, scary Geelong Football Club. Yeah, it's none of that. We could match it with them. We matched it with them all night. We were better than them all night. Yeah. So that's a really really good sign. Yeah. Let's go back to Errol. Yeah. The man just works. Work right. He simply just continues to work. And he's not a big man, Diebel. 178. He is a short, 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 short man. 5'9". 5'9". He's had 26 disposals, but critically, nine tackles. Yeah. 
work rate. Yeah, he's he's been so good this year, and he's uh he's getting closer and closer to locking up that all Australian wing position. I yep. tell you what, he though he's, he was playing pure wing on the weekend. Yep, and the numbers speak for it too. Angus Sheldrick's last three weeks. Oh. Berserk. Oh. We've got we've got one here, Faithful. Yeah, we've got, we've one, got one there. It's uh it's a really good player to have. Uh he he's tough, he's got skills. He reminded me of Luke Parker, the way For he, sure. he he sort of he was took that mark overhead, found the, the kick inside fifty. You know, it, it was it reeked Luke Parker and I think he's got a good mentor in Parks there as well. So it, it's all coming together for him. Uh it's just a matter of being consistent with the with the contested ball thing as a side, and for sure, I, I think Angus can go the Gustridge as I'm going. We've we've got the Dostridge and we've got the Gustridge. I'm confident he's going to be a player. As am I. As I think the faithful are. It's very exciting. Another guy who I didn't think. Uh, would be at this point in his well, I kind of, I kind of have during this year, but Braden Campbell for Braden Campbell to to fill me with confidence whenever he gets the ball, the way I know that he's he's gonna do something a smart, yeah, and b damaging, damaging. That is, they're really really good qualities to have, definitely. And, and he's kicked two goals uh, when no one else could, yeah. And is even the smarts to gave off that you gave that handball to Papley as well for that goal in the second yep. at the start of the second. He he's smart footballer man, and I think we've uh, really got to look to get it in his hands a bit more. He's only had the fourteen on the weekend, a little bit quieter, but what when he gets it, he's doing something good with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Now, what about Logs? What do we have to do to to give this man a? five-year contract. Yeah, I, I think they would be in talks now. He's what, signed on to the end of next year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Signed a two-yearer. But, yeah, simply must keep. He he, he would get a million bucks thrown at him next year. You would, Absolutely. You, you would assume Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Well, Freo can't afford him. Yeah. There's huge upside. But I'm really impressed how he's come back in after Injury. The, the layoff. And he's yep. had four pings at goal. Work rates there. When Logan McDonald's getting taking marks on the lead, that's what we want to see. Well, that's what we've wanted to see all year just from forward entries, right? Yeah. And this is why I'm so comfortable with him being the the the, the next next man up, uh, life after Buddy, right? Because our forward entry just looks so slick when Logan gets on the lead or, or even a Marty or, or McLean. I mean, there, there was a lot of that happening during the game, right? Yeah. But Logan's that sort of guy you mentioned before. Your, your, your form in your kicking motion should not change. Yeah. Whether you're 10 metres out or 55 metres out. And he's a man that it does not change every kick. Yeah. Really good point. He's one who personifies that for sure. Yep. But yeah, it's, you know, Lloyd, Lloyd is consistent off half back. He he's been good with the ball when he's had it this year. Yeah, I, I've I've really liked Lloyd for sure. He probably doesn't get a lot of talk on on this show, but he's been pretty good this year. Yep. I feel it's he's reliable man, and you need re- reliable players um, coming off that half back line. Cunningham's job on Stengel. He did go to him, which did, we thought did, did okay. Yeah, did, didn't do the the same job that he did on Charlie Cameron, of course. Yeah, but but did okay for yeah. sure. Well, he's only had the eleven and kick one Stengel. Yeah, you know who I did love. 
Who did you love? The lizard just operating through the middle of the ground was phenomenal. It was. such Such a weapon to have, and I'm glad that toes cleared up. That cleared up pretty quick. You always just worry that they're going to linger around. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so the yeah, Lizard's in good form. You know, there, there's so many cogs, you know, Millsy. Can you get Millsy's contested numbers up? I'm, I can. I'm thrilled to have Mills back. Yeah, because he's had the 24, he's had the 17 handballs, and I think he did some heavy lifting in there, and he's had the six I'm tackles. i give you those details now. In terms of contested possessions, he's had 11 of them. Yeah. He's gone at 88%. Yeah, it's really good numbers, mate. Yeah. It's, um, that's massive. I just feel we look like such a more polished side with Mills in it. Yeah. And, of course, he is the Rolls-Royce. He is the Rolls-Royce. He's the best two-way mid in the comp, Matt. Undeniably. Um, But, Deeble, for mine... For yours, mate. I I don't know where I am with... With the back line at the moment. They, They kind of... They, they did quite well, right? Kept Hawkins relatively quiet. Yeah, had a few pings at it. Uh, Look, I think it comes down to continuity. Uh, Yeah, I I think that's the biggest component of it. Because, I mean, individually, I don't mind what Malikin's been doing. And occasionally, don't mind what Francis does some dumb things, right? But fundamentally, I mean, there was a good... Did you see the write-up about Aaron Francis? No. um, This week? No. I'll read it out to you if I can can sort of get it. he, I think he's going a, a little bit better than we than we actually think, Deeble. Um, and I think he's an interesting one in that regard. I'll pull up the details. It'll be interesting to see whether he holds his spot um, in regards to T-Mac. Well, Will, so in his 10 games, he's conceded two goals to Nick Larkey, held Harry Mackay and Charlie Curnow goalless, Max King kicked three on him, he held Eric Hipwood goalless, Oscar Allen and Jack Gar- Darling goalless, and Ollie Henry to one. So it's like the you're not opponent. You're not getting yeah. absolutely torn apart. Definitely not. Definitely. So not. it's and yeah, I kind of I kind of look at him and I'm like, ah, oh, but I mean, he he tends to do his job. Where, where's that article from? Herald Sun. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Look, mate, you can build these personal vendettas against players. I don't think sure. I have a vendetta Not vendetta, not him, the, that's just, the wrong word, but you know, you... I, I think maybe you, you have an idea about a player, a preconceived idea about a player, and you, you sometimes can't take those goggles off. Yeah, yeah, but I, I've like seen things this year where I'm like, fuck me, man. Yeah. But yeah, look, they everyone makes mistakes in I games, think, I, I suppose. I think McCartan yeah. will... And I mean, he'll he'll definitely be a bit rusty, I'm sure, but I think it'll make the back line look a whole whole lot more cohesive. Yeah, for sure. Well, mate, that just about wraps us up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. It does. Big social seg coming up. Oh, Parker was mint as well. Yeah, Parks is mint every week. But we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to True Bloods. The social segment. The social segment. New social seg sponsor. And do you know what? We love having a new social seg sponsor. It's great. Do you know who it is? Who is it? Thomas Wine. How good. The the number one winemaker in the Hunter Valley. The the crowned king of the Hunter Valley wine region. And you know what, Mads? Yes, Dable. They specialise in your Semillon and your Shirazes. 
Shiraz is stable. Absolutely. You jump Shiraz. on you, you jump on to Thomas Wines and you go thomaswines.com.au and you go to the shop and you treat yourself to a bottle of semion or a bottle of Shiraz. And or- also, Dable, I'm not sure if you've heard anywhere, but he was actually awarded, Thomas Wines themselves were actually awarded the title of Hunter Valley Winemaker of the Year. Congratulations, Tomo. Yeah, the recent Hunter Valley Legends Awards. So, I mean, I don't know what more information you could possibly need to know these guys are the real deal. And we actually have some wine on the way. So we'll be reviewing uh, some of the Thomas uh, wines live on the pod. And guess what, Mads? What's that, Dable? Tomo sort us out with a discount code as well. How good's that? So you jump onto the shop on the website there. The link will be in our bio and the show notes as well. And you use True Bloods in capital letters. So that will be T-R-U-E-B-L-O-O-D-S at checkout for 15% off. And he's offering free shipping on orders over $250. So that's, that's absolutely mint. Go and treat yourself faithful. But we're here for the social segments. We are, Dable. We're good to have Thomas Wines on, of course. Um, look, I'm sure we had a great deal of yeah engagement. Yeah, there always is. There Special. always is. Now Special. we're not gonna we're not gonna rant and rave about this game. We need to keep. We need to keep. It's positive. It was a good effort, Debo. Yeah, the effort. And this is the thing. And I wrote it in the in the in the post on the Saturday. The effort is there. Yeah, without question. We don't have to question the effort, but. It's not quite everything's just not quite firing together in that and that brings out frustration in the faithful and it'll be interesting to see whether the visceral minutes Yeah, whether that's translated Debel. Are there. Let's go. Shiraz. Here you go. Uh this is T Horse Sutton. T Horse. Usually a language, language warning, warning for T Horse. Yeah, Let's see how he goes. <laughs> yeah, it's Tom from Canberra coming at you live from Kalgoorlie. It's three quarter time. Um umpiring's average. Uh Paddy Dangerfield is an absolute grub. <laughs> Sheldrick is going to be a superstar of the future. Golden superstar. Fucking should win the brown low, but won't. <laughs> um, and if we don't win this one, it's because um, we've kicked five goals 15 to fucking three-quarter time. So up the bloods, up the potty. Let's go. Come on, manifest a win. Sadly. <laughs> Very good from Teos. Yeah, yeah, you did the lid on it. You did. Good on you, Teos. Greg Martin. Yeah, Greg from the Goldie here. Fucking hell. Should have fucking won that game. Here's the language warning. Fucking Isaac Heaney gets picked a fucking... Paid to fucking goals. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. He should have fucking kicked at least two goals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait at the tram station here. Fucking Geelong supporters everywhere. <laughs> anyway, up the potty, up the Swannies and... Nine hours in the car on Sunday. Fucking hell, we should have won this one. <laughs> anyway, we're a good side. If we make the eight, we're going to give everyone the trouble. See you, boys. It's a good point yeah. because we, we will. We will. And they know, you do not want to play us in September. Definitely not. Tyler Hogan. Tyler, I think this is on debut, on de- Debo. We love a debutante. Is there a, is there a sound? No, no, no sounds. Sound. Sorry, Tyler, no sounds. Here you go. Long-time listener, Tyler from Grace Point. Look, we may have drawn, we may have only got the two points, but we had that game. A few 
non-converted goals that could have made a difference. Even like Heaney, he had a few shots. Dead on front, he shot the goal. He didn't get a point. If he got that point, he would have won. And look, I'm happy with how he went. I'm happy to just take two. Look, at least we didn't get thrashed by 90 points and 80 points like the last two times you get to LeJong. I'm just happy how we are. And love you, True Bloods. Love the Swannies. Love all you boys. Fucking oaf. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tyler. Well done, you, Tyler. Good effort. Louise Curtis, 11.30 p.m. Friday. On the way home Hi from boys, Canberra. Louise here from Canberra. Um, my heart is still racing after that. Um, look, I feel like we've had a win, even though I don't think I'm ever going to get over that Robbie Fox poster. <gasps> But um, I feel like we've had a win because so often we leave the SCG losing those by a point or two points and to have a draw against Geelong with everything else we've been facing this year I think is not too bad. Um, Our kicking is atrocious and we need to kick. That's all we need to do this week. We need to just practice kicking in front of goal. Anyway... um, Never kick the ball to Hickey in the 50 again. <laughs> um, but we're still in it. So that's the focus. We're still in it. Up the pod. Oh, I can't even speak. Up the blood. <laughs> up the potty. Thanks, boys. Bye. <laughs> you Go know, on you, Louise. I, I, do, I do disagree with that because then this would shit me about it because now everybody thinks Heaney, um, Hickey's just a shocking kick for goal. Yeah. He's actually not. Nah. He's actually not a bad set shot at all. That's what annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah. Doesn't it just kill you? Oh, man, they killed me. Oh, Jonathan oh. Lemish. I think this is the first voicey from Jonathan, another on debut. We love that. G'day, boys. Jono, the import from Sydney here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes. Usually I stand on the sidelines, but that performance has compelled me to share <laughs> what the actual fuck we need goal-kicking practice. Isaac Heaney needs to sit down with a sports psychologist. I've never seen a more obvious case of it. He is bereft of confidence in front of goal, and it is contagious, and it is spreading to the team. Tom Hickey looked like he didn't want those shots in front of goal. Robbie Fox, my God. I, I woke my missus up when he missed that last one. I was just screaming at the TV. That was one of the most if we had lost, that was one of the most unjust results in football because we killed them around the park. We absolutely belted them. We had all the run. The game should have been over at halftime. Yeah. And we blew it, as we have all season. But we escaped with the two points. We focus on the positives. Blakey was great. Luke Park was great. To be honest, most of the boys were great around the ground. It's just finishing off. Finish your work. Bad kicking is bad football. Yeah. Thanks, boys. On to next week. Very good on debut. Yeah, solid stuff. Solid stuff. And Jesse Fenn. Just a quick one. Yeah, boys, Jesse from Houston, A. Whoa, all that was going through my head that whole game was six-point goals, six-point goals, (laughs) six-point goals. Six-point goals, six-point goals. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, They didn't take a... Didn't listen to Ali's voice note last week, did they? That about wraps that up. 
does the voice notes. It's a, a lot of the same stuff coming through, and it kicks straight. Yep. Well, you know. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Footy's a simple game, Deeble. It is. It is. But we went with a, a question on the socials, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did. After Jake gave me a whack for not moving. It's four not, o'clock. Not asked to pay for up yet. What time? <laughs> what time did you knock off? Yeah, sorry, on, uh, sorry, Jakey. I'm knee, knee deep in credit here. <laughs> um, we went with hashtag Ask the Faithful. This is it. Our season is officially on the line. Buddy will return and Armati will miss. Who are you inviting to the party to impact the contest and help us walk away with our finals hopes alive? Best answers to be featured on the potty. Woo. Let's go. Let's go. Um, do you, you got any got any there, Devil? Mm, oh, not right now. All no, right, I don't. I've got one. Uh, Robert Richter. How many parties do we invite Buddy to and get a non-delivery? For mine... For yours. Heaney, Ollie, Will and Papley are all invited to the party. We may need to point out after last week that the larger the, that the larger sticks in the middle have the biggest scoreboard impact. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good, Robert. Uh, Scott Frankie Fitz goes with, it's simple, invite to Buddy. He only has, to, has several parties left. Make them count, Lance Franklin, and show the competition you can finish off what has been an epic career and go down as one of the all-time greatest players. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Weary Connell. For mine, it's a... For yours, Weary. (laughs) It's a two-man act invited to party to keep the season alive. Number one, the Rolls-Royce Callum Mills goes head-to-head with Taranto and gathers his own pill at the CBA while doing what he does best working two ways to nullify Taranto's influence, as Lockie Neal did last week. Two, the lizard going into Godzilla mode, as he did earlier this year against Richmond, to gather round, clunking intercepts and providing run and gun, slice and dice from defence. It's that simple, boys! Their forward line isn't firing well either, so that will even out and take care of itself. Yeah. Very astute. Very weary. good. good he's got stuff. A, he's got a good footy brain for sure. Yeah, good on you, Weary. We've got Targ Fahili. That'll be Ty. Ty. Targ. On, it's like Ty Canelli. Yeah, Ty. Targ. Ty. Ty. Same thing. The Revenge Shiraz. Man. Shiraz. The Revenge <laughs> Man. Robbie Fox put him in. Put him in the back line and he dominates. Give a hundred and ten gives a hundred and ten percent every single week. Yep. And Drew underscore selves goes with can feel Papley having a night out at the G. He's due. Did dominate the Tigers last time as well. It's true. Well, it was the last time we played a good game of football, let's be honest. <laughs> For sure. Uh we've got a Troy Troy Fernance here. First timer here, he says. Watch the lads live in Brizzy. Lads just keep bringing the effort and intensity. Easy as that and you'll be there at the finish each each week. Play for each other. It's awesome to watch. I could name players, but it's a team effort for mine. For his. Uh, so, yeah, look, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I mean, we, we this is the thing. We are generally in the game in the last five minutes. Yeah. We've been – there's only been – not even a handful of games where we've been... Melbourne, this Geelong. Year. That's it. Polly Porridge goes with... Polly Porridge, you reckon? Yeah. She, yeah, she operates heavily on your Twitters, but this, year, this is on, on the Instagram. Polly Porridge. Polly Porridge. She sounds like a sort of children's doll, you know? <laughs> yeah, I want a Polly bit. Porridge for Christmas. Okay, if you want to uh, 
voice note the show, Polly. I know she normally listens. Yeah. Um, just let us know how the name of yeah, Polly, Polly Porridge, Porridge came up. <laughs> friend, she, friend of yours, Dable, do you communicate with her on the, the Twitter? Not, not hugely. I just yeah, see right. what she says. Yeah, right. but Operator? Uh, Operator. She operates on your Twitters. Yeah, right. She goes with, can I say the entire forward line? No? Question mark. Fine. Then Papley and Haywood have got to bring the party pies. They do. Bloody Haywood they do. and Paps, for sure. It was good. It was. They're, they're, it's good. It's a good question. I think... Uh, I'm full of them, David. Full. I've got some ideas for next week. Do you? Yeah, it depends on results. <laughs> um, I've got some voices here. Yeah. Oh, he, this this man always delivers. Yeah. Simon Modra. Mods. True bloods. Faithful. It's Mods here from Plimpton in South Australia. Fuck me. <laughs> I've seen some bad kicking in my time, but in the words of the late, great Bill Laurie, we couldn't hit a barn door with a bucket of water on Friday night. And I'm not going to single anyone out. Heaney, Fox, <laughs> Hickey of Nazareth. But fuck me, I have got a mate and he's only got one leg and he kicks better <laughs> and straighter than you, Mob. Anyway, we're two points closer to our target, two points closer to the finals. A lot of eight-point games coming up. So stick fat. We're going to get there. Up the potty. Up the bloods. And up the beanies when they get here. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're en route, Mods. They're en route. Matty Stavros. Hey, lads. Matt from Camden, New South Wales. Assuming you're well. Um, with the draw on Friday night, I've got a bit of a different one. Um, something that probably pissed me off more than the draw, to be honest. I was at the footy, um, and my footy, I just want to know what your footy pet peeve is um, when you're going to the footy. Um, for mine, for yours, um, had a group of girls behind me and my mates. Um, I don't think they watched a single fucking second of the game, except for when Robbie Fox was running into the goal. Um, to be honest, it distracted me when I could hear him just yapping away behind me. So I want to know what your footy pet peeve is. Uh, mine's definitely... People who talk at the footy and don't actually watch the footy. Like, why pay the ticket? Anyway, up the potty, up the bloods. Well, that's... You know what? That is a shocker, but you actually don't get that in Melbourne, really. Yeah. You actually don't. You don't. You really, People are there to watch the game. It's the difference, man. It's a social event. That's what I've put it down to. My pet peeve is... It's it's the ones where you you have a bit of banter... And they just can't take it because yeah. it it ruins it. And and I'll put my hand up and say, I used to be a pain in the ass to go to the football with. Yeah, but it, there's there's a really big difference between being sort of obnoxious and having a bit of banter. And you yeah. can have a bit of banter, and there's just some people that make take it so personally, and it makes it awkward for everyone around you. That kills me. Yeah. Mine is. When people who uh, I think they're the boomers, baby boomers, um, you know, kick it long, kick it, man. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> kick it long, 
Just kick it, would ya? Fuck, have you been watching footy for the last 20 years? It's not the game anymore. Like, fuck Yeah, but, me. I mean, in their defence, table, they... Nah, they, no defence. No, 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 no. I will, I will argue on this. Deeble, football is not as good as it used to be. It's simply not. Yeah, probably. That's not the point I'm making, though. Yeah, but that's their... their, their cons- they want to... Oh, because you're kicking it long, it's good footy. No, but they want to go back. They, they, they're trying to go back to the time when it was good. Yeah. In their opinion. Yeah. But yeah, that's my pet peeve. Any, yeah, it's, any, it's, it's, there's a lot of them. <laughs> any other voices there? Yeah, there are. There are plenty of them, actually. And I think we've got... couple more. Pick your two Yeah, best. I'm going to pick Cyril. Illet. 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 Mads, Debs, Faithful. Cyril from Baronia here. Uh, hashtag Ask the Faithful. Who am I inviting to the party? Firstly, I'm inviting my mother-in-law to come look after the kids so I can go to the game. Hopefully, see Bud. Secondly, uh, I think I'm going to invite Gus. Just, um, I'm going to invite him to do it again. Get 30 touches, kick a goal or two, and just remind everyone just to have a little bit of patience. Don't get carried away recruiting your Tarantos and your... um, You know, your Tom Mitchells and stuff, you know, because people look, look... exciting when people grab him at the end of the year but then if you just hang on a sec we've got a young Tom Mitchell who's better who's going to be playing for us for 10-15 years so I'm just inviting him to remind everyone that he can go bang and be solid for us for 10 years it's a good point he loves it Cyril yeah it's a good point there. The recruiting of superstars very rarely works. Very rarely. But that's not saying that you don't have to recruit to improve. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Abs- very astute from you, Dable. Here's Scalesy. Always faithful. Scalesy here. Uh, thoughts on last week? Look, uh, if you take away the goal kicking, which were all frustrated, I think we actually played pretty well. Like, you know, the contested ball. And listen, we didn't get blown away. I thought we were great in that first quarter. But anyway, for mine, boys. Um, yours. This week, Richmond, the Bunyip Plumber, Champagne Papley. That's the one I'm inviting to the party MCG Thursday night. I'm inviting the great man. Um, VFL's on before as well at Punt Road, so I might head down. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Bount Buller in the flesh. So, um might pop down there, and then I might even uh, have a couple of adult beverages at the Union, anyone around. So up the boys, up the potty, up the big swans jumper there, the old south jumper. See you there Thursday for those going. Good one to finish on. Very on good, your scalesy. But, yeah, jump on to Tomo's, Thomas, Thomas Wines. Thomas Wines, the Thomas Wines hour. For sure. Comes in your Sunday night time, so treat yourself to a... Semion or a, a bottle of Shiraz. Thank you for all your contributions, Sound Table. Where are we on social media, in fact? We are on your Instagrams, we're on your Facebooks, we're on your Twitters, and we're on your TikToks as well. We operate everywhere, so uh, give us a follow on them. And, yeah, well, a big thank you to everyone who's uh, written a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, as so well. good. So good. They've come through last week as well. So big thank you. So if you're not, you haven't done that, give us five stars, write a review if you've got the time or over on the Spotify as well. 
Give us a Every follow. Every little bit helps. Give us a follow and rate five stars. But that just about wraps us up, and we'll be back with the preview, Mads. Let's go. You know, Debo, I wasn't much of a dog person until I met my dog, Leo. He's a good boy, Leo. He's a good boy. You know where I leave him when I go to where work? Where do you leave him, Mads? I leave him in the capable hands of Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne. He specialises in dog walking around the Stonington Council area, on lead only, small groups, uh, dog sitting overnight, and he also does puppy training one-on-one, Debo. Well, you find Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne on your Instagrams, Mads, and he's on your Facebooks as well. So hit up Matty and he'll get you sorted. Jeez, I think Leo could do it with a bit of that one-on-one training, Deeble. Mention the pod and book any service and get a swan's dog tag engraved. How good is that? Welcome back to True Bloods, the preview for the Simply Must Win. Simply Must Win. Clash against the Tigers at the MCG Thursday night footy seven twenty start. I would assume, Mads. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's it's nice not having to wait too long in between games. Six day break, Thursday night footy. We'll be lucky enough to get down to the ground. It'll be bloody good. Yes, yes, it'll be good. I hold high hopes. I don't think this season is over yet. It may well be. Could be. I don't think it is. It could be. If we lose this, it is the season's over. Yeah, I tend to agree, absolutely. But we're—I I think we're just a, a much better side than the, this Richmond side. And if we are going to do anything and make something of this season in regards to making a finals charge, Mads, it's you got to flog Richmond. Yep. To be taken uh, seriously, mm-hmm. and once again, if we beat them. Nothing will be taken out of it in, in the media because, you know, Richmond's sitting in 15th position or something now. But you've got to remember, back previous to just before they got beaten by Brisbane last week, people were tipping them to make finals. Mm. You know, they're going to be the ones that come. They've won three games in a row or whatever it was. You know, it's uh, it, it's a scalp we need to take and it's a scalp we can take. A week's a long time in footy. It is. And I would expect us to bounce back in a in a really strong manner. I hope to God we've been practicing goal kicking. Uh-oh. We'll have the Budwa back. The Bud will be back with uh, Marty being rested, mm-hmm. which I don't mind because, you know, uh, a hamstring tendon is a very serious injury and he would have put in a lot of work on his legs to be able to get back. And I think playing a couple of games and then sitting him out for one, it's a really good call from the medical staff. Mm-hmm. Young prospect. I think Tom McCartan coming back is really good, although... I mean, it's not, is it imminent? It's imminent. Imminent? Yes, I believe it's imminent. Yep. Although it's probably not... I mean, you could survive without Tom McCartan yep. against this Richmond side. You don't have Tom Lynch down there. No. Jack Rewalt's Past 47 it. years old. Yep. Tim Taranto, however... He's probably a smoky for the Brownlow, I'd say. Yeah, he's played some pretty pretty enormous games. Yeah. And, and tends to hit the scoreboard. And we and we love midfielders with scoreboard impact oh, here at, at True Bloods. And tell you what. Even if they even are even if they're a target. Yeah, if they're if they're opposition, we appreciate it. But yeah, he is the one that you have to worry about. Liam Baker's sort of got Liam, off, the, off the boil a little bit. Started yep. like the, the season like a house Mate, on fire, man. I, I, he's actually really good. The first half of this year, he was actually must-watch um, TV. Yep. Oh, I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, has has dropped off a little bit. Yeah. Marlon Pickett's on parole. No, he's on bail, sorry. So <laughs> not really going to have an impact there. We look. We should. We should be. Shy Bolton's one to worry about. Yeah, Shy Bolton is definitely one to worry about. But yeah, I think. Um, I mean, it's it, it's simple. Simply must win. Yeah, I thought um, Will Haywood's game was better last week. He let up at the ball, hit up a bit more, was used a bit more, took a couple of good chess marks out in front. It, it was it was promising signs. Sure. Sure. Yep. O-flow? Uh, what do you have? The 17-odd, something like that. Not not his biggest game, but, you know, pass mark. I am inviting Budwa to the party. The Bud. The, the, the final hurrah on the MCG, which it could be. I was speaking to a friend of his today. Yeah. I uh, played for Hawthorne. Yes. And I said, if you just can just let Bud know to sort of kick... Six yeah. on Thursday night. That'll be brilliant. He's like, I think Budwar's got something in store Still. for everyone, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, wouldn't that be nice if we just wound back the clock a little bit? These are the opportunities, mate. Thursday night lights. Everyone's watching you. You're at the MCG where you you cut your teeth back in the day. And, you know, it'd be so good to see. It'd be good. He'll be raring to go. And what you've got to keep in mind, Faithful, is that it's three or four weeks off with a, a niggling knee injury. Yep. It's, it's not, uh, you know, oh, I've done something to my knee. It's I'm putting in a training block to try and have an impact in this back half of the season. Yeah, for sure. So I'm really looking forward to what the bud can do. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. I mean, and look, if it is the last time is at the MCG, um, I'm sure... I'm sure it'll be. Yeah, he's got something special in store. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Would you... Nathan Broad is an intercept defender. Not not as good as Tom Stewart, but in the same conversation. Plays the same role, reads the ball really well. Sure. I think it's something... And we took that aspect of Geelong's game away from him last week with our our delivery inside 50 and we we were patient around the arcs. And I think it's a little bit of the same, um, you know, recipe that is required this week with Broad there and Grimes there. They're they're Uh, both good at it. And and this is the thing. If you – Grimes mops those up all day. And, yeah, you're right. So does Broad. Yeah. It's the old adage. Low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. We were barely – there were some kicks that were barely going 15 when we were entering Ford 50, but it's a mark, and you've got a, got a shot from 40 metres out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you just need to keep doing that. That is the way to enter Ford 50. Yeah. Hit someone on a lead. For sure. If the option's there, hit it. Because and you minimise your ability to, to get a rebound on you. Yeah. And, and you make it easier for people to mark. It's like, what's the downside? Definitely. Definitely. Now, I think it's interesting to mention and something to look out for the faithful this week is there was some feeling in that game gather round there was. against Richmond. Who were the two that got into us? It was Pickett for one, and then the one where Paps was it Paps went to shake his hand mm. or something like like that, really Paps razzing him up. Well, Paps had kicked six and was going absolutely berserk. Oh, absolutely berserk. There was a couple of them there, but there could be some feeling in this one. I think. Uh, How many weeks ago was gather round? Eight, eight or nine. Perhaps has barely done anything since. Yeah. Yeah. But 
yeah, just look out for that one. I think there could be some feeling. Yeah, I'd love that. Be good. Be good. The only the the times I've had issues, the major times I've had issues with people at football games are at Richmond games. Yeah. They are lunatics. <laughs> yeah. They have that there's a special kind of sort of like nuffy aggressiveness. Carlton have it too. Yeah. You gotta pick pick You your gotta targets. be careful. Yeah, you gotta pick your targets pretty, yeah, pretty you do. Uh, well, they just can't take a joke. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just simply can't take a joke. Yeah. But, geez, it's uh, I just hope we can get it done. I'm, I really want a big game from Millsy. Yeah. It'd be good to see. You know, he's had a, For had sure. a, a couple runs now. He's got seven quarters, a good footy into him. It's, uh, it's it's one for Millsy to have 25 and hit the scoreboard for mine. For yours, Deba, look, uh, I think, as you said, it's starting to click. Yeah. And this could be the game it just clicks because we've got most of the cover. If, if McCartan's in, we're pretty much at oh, full there, strength. There's no excuses, bro. None. Like a... Uh, cavalry wise, everyone's we, we are there. back. Yeah. We are back. Yep. We are full strength. Yep. Sands, Paddy McCartan. Yep. No excuses. None. Let's pump these dogs. <laughs> Absolutely, well, you've mate. You've got a megaphone. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's go. Be good to see Errol hit some scoreboard too. I just love it when he finishes. He gets pumped. Yeah, and, and that's probably been the only facet of his game. Like, if he finishes, he'd be up there for the Brownlow man. Yeah, legit. Legit. Like, you finished well against um, West Coast. Yeah. But you kicked know. two behinds yeah. last week. Yeah. So, if he kicks two goals, two goals, 26 disposals, nine tackles, going close to three votes. Yeah, well, I reckon he's getting some Brownlow votes last week. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, who, who, who are you inviting? Millsy? Millsy's mine. Millsy. Yeah, the Rolls Royce. He's, he's gone out. He's had his little vacation. He's come back in. He's our boy. He's the Rolls Royce. Let's go. Yeah, I want three from Buddy. The Bud. But yep. I'd, I'd also like... I'd, I'd, you know what I'd love? What would you love? The Twin Towers. Uh, double attack from Budwar and Logan. Yeah. Just, you know, how, how they're sort of... Tip it, buddy. Partnership should have been. Yeah, you know, just if if you if you're not kicking a buddy, you're hitting Logan on the chest. They're just dobbing them from everywhere. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Six goals between them. Love to see it. Yeah, it'd be good to see. Hick comes up against Nank. Nank. I think uh, the Hick is the ultimate competitor, and he, oh, I think he'll be feeling that he's cost us a little bit with his misses, and he'll be coming out with a big game. Yep, on the weekend for sure. No, look, I I think we'll win. Yeah. I honestly think we'll win. And if and look, mate, if we don't, and it's just, it's just not our year. It's, not it's our just year. simply not our year. But I I honestly think we will for sure, for sure. Now, how did you go in the tips last? Oh, week, I did mate? well. I did well. Let me just pull it up here. Eight out of nine I, for yeah, myself. I only got the Melbourne game wrong. Yeah, still we're a long, long way off the. Pace. We are a long way off the pace. But uh, importantly, I'll get the the top of the top of the ladder. We got Jezza B on top, ninety eight. Jeez, I'm on eighty three. <laughs> ninety eight. Dale Image on line ninety eight. Wowee, Dale. Too clear of Anson William 
on 96, Blake Mather on 95, and Pie in the Sky, Peter Gotsis on 95. Wowee. Um, so, that, look, the boys are tipping well. Keep it up. few rounds to go. To be fair, that was a simple, simple round tip. It was. God, didn't didn't Melbourne blow it? Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. Have you looked at the stats of that game? No, total domination? Domination, mate. They, they, they predicted to win by six goals. No one's ever lost a, a game having those type of stats. Wow. 70 inside 50s. Berserk. Anyway, P-Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Bulldogs uh, v Collingwood Friday night. Uh, is that at the uh, the Marvel? The Marvel Stadium, Don Dome, as they as the Essendon supporters affectionately call it. Uh, I think uh, Collingwood will win that game for sure. Brisbane West Coast, Brisbane, Brisbane, Got by uh, two hundred points. GWS Hawthorne, GWS, GWS. Where is it? Up there, Giant GWS. Stadium. Melbourne St Kilda. See, is that at Marvel? Yep. Yeah. See, that that's a sneaky potential to, upset. I tend to agree, for sure. St Kilda, Melbourne. St Kilda, Melbourne is struggling a bit there. Clayton Oliver back this week? You would think. I don't. I don't think so. And yeah. Fritter out for seven or seven eight, or eight weeks. weeks. Got to find a way to act. Way to go. Do you know what? Because that, that's, mate, Frit is so important to yeah. them. Yeah. They've got a bit of us about them in regards to not being able to finish their work. Yeah. Their, their first eight weeks, they were the best finishers in the comp. Now they're number 16th. It's it's an unbelievable turnaround. Yeah. But anyway, Port and Gold Coast. Port. Port. Geelong and North. Geelong. Geelong. Game of the round. Essendon and Adelaide. <sighs> Is that at Adelaide Oval? Nah, yeah. Marvel. Oh, that's huge. Don, Don Dome. Don Dome. Wow. Essendon's a sneaky shot there, but Adelaide. I'll, I'll tip the Dons. Just because of Marvel? Uh, just not, yeah. Yeah, probably. That leans it that way. Yeah. But, you know, it's flip of the coin stuff. Frio and Carlton to round out the round. No, to be fair, Adelaide have been playing a lot better football. In Thomas Wine time. Thomas Wine time. The, the, the grenade, yeah. We're pulling it. out the charades. Love it. It's almost like um, it's just a sponsorship. Like It's like calling Dockland Stadium Colonial. It is a little bit. Thomas Wine Hour. Thomas Wine Hour. The Sunday night, we're going to crack one of the bottles of Shiraz that Tomo's sending over over to us, and we're, we're going to nestle in on the couch on our Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Aren't we? It's great stuff. How good. How good. Anything else? Have you got anything else for us, Mads? No, the beanies, well, the mean, beanies are out. Beanies You've are got out. one on tonight. I've they're looking sensational. Yeah, they're good. They're nice and warm. Especially this, it's July, man. It's so bitterly cold. If it you is. if you're getting up early, if you're a tradie or if you're a corporate corporate worker like myself, yes, getting up early, want to get a jump on the day. It's bitterly cold out there. Chuck on a TB beanie, mate. TB beanie. You got the uh, the link in the bio for the Thomas Wines. Yeah, now that's that's critical because they've ponied up with a discount code. They have true as you've bloods. Heard. True bloods. You got your capital all in capitals. True bloods for fifteen percent off. And Tomo's going to chuck in a fr- your free shipping for if you spend two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow, way So if you treat yourself to a few of the nicer bottles of Shiraz that he's got on there, 
It's uh, and, sensational. And value. what I will tell you is, I don't know if many other people are like this. Maybe it's me. Maybe I just can't operate as an adult sometimes. I'm constantly buying single bottles of wine. Yeah. Constantly. Like walking home, working back from work, I'm like, oh yeah, I wouldn't mind a wine tonight. I have to go and get a bottle of wine. Shouldn't be like that, Devil. No. You should buy in bulk from Thomas Wines. Buy a case. The first time. So you've got it there. For sure. You don't have to worry. You can watch it. Oh, geez, we got out of jail with that win. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself a Shiraz. For sure. Now, you know why I'm going with Shiraz? Why? Because that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Who said it's that? It's the Italian way. And it's um. Who says this? Oh, you've been listening to that wine guy on exactly right. It's Shiraz, so that's why I'm going with it. Shiraz, George, George, whatever his name is. Shiraz, you reckon? We should actually we should ask Tomo for sure. We'll we'll call up Tomo this month and we'll get him on. But yeah, support uh, the sponsors. They they support us, so support them. Use your discount code True Bloods at checkout. Um, and also probably not going to be any organised. Union type scenario. No, I, I wouldn't have thought so. It's a, just a bit hard on the Thursday. I mean, look by all by all means, if you want to go down there, yeah, get up to the get union up there. House, In probably. fact, you know, if that is our chosen drinking spot pre an MCG game, yeah. So, I mean, if if you are looking for some Swans fans to drink with, by all means, there could be a few up. Yeah, there. Yeah, there could be a few up there for sure. But yeah, that's about it, isn't it? Yep. Very nice stuff, but this has been True Bloods. We are the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We're number one in your hearts for sure, and we're number one on the charts, Mad. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the potty. potty.